Greetings, Earthlings! And welcome to Are You For Real? My name is Tom, and with me as always is Grant. Hello, everybody. Y'all, this is our 20th episode. Can you believe that? Yay! I can't. I can't believe that. We've got 20 episodes. Well, this is our 20th. Um, so this this podcast went from just a pipe dream to being 20 episodes deep, and it feels like it was just yesterday when we started. Yeah. It, as, a, as a consumer of podcasts, 20 doesn't seem like a lot. It's not a lot, really, I don't think. Um, not in, but while you're making them, it seems like a lot for sure. Yeah. I mean, there are podcasts that I love that have hundreds and hundreds of right. podcasts already. Um, and I want us to get to that point, too. I feel like we're still kind of taking baby steps here, just getting used to being on the mics and and everything. I think we're... Uh, sure. I heard someone else talking about how you just keep doing it and then um, you'll find your flow, you know, which I, I think we are. I, I think we are, too. I think we're getting a little better here. Um, not that, that we were horrible, but... Uh, yeah, I figured we'll we'll take a little victory lap here, and um, what I what I really want to do is get some perspective though on like um, has this been working at all? Have have we got any perspective on anything after we've kind of explored a, quite a few different topics? I think yeah. Um, let's kind of go through them just to to remind you know see if there's any connections we can make or anything like that. I mean, I guess we did analysis and and we're always referencing referencing uh, old stuff that we know, you know. Um, but I don't know. I want to see if any of these stories have made impact on you or anything, you know, Sure. or or you're thinking, um, so the first one was, uh, the secret machines book one chasing shadows by Tom DeLonge and, and age, AG Hartley, Mm -hmm. AJ Hartley. Um, which (laughs) that was kind of a trial run there. And I I don't know, but in, in hindsight, I mean, then we went on to, to Bob Lazar and then, you know, more importantly, onto the A-tip videos and everything. Yeah. I mean, we continued from there and Jeremy Corbell and his world and all this stuff is kind of linked together, you know, obviously. I feel um, I feel like we've taken a trip through the cosmos together. Yeah. <laughs> and we're still, we're still just starting. Yeah. I think what has really made a lasting impression on me are the, the go fast gimbal and Tic Tac and, you know, uh, you know what I'm talking about? The, yeah. I mean, yeah, that's kind of surprised me is, um, you know, especially with like Bob Lazar, like I really wanted to believe him. I mean, we talked ad nauseum about it, but, uh, yeah, I just walk away kind of skeptical in the end because it usually comes down to one person's testimony. And as you've said before, you know, if you're, um, you know, extraordinary claims require extraordinary evidence because it's easy to say something, you know, um, sure. Sure. And just because you can't refute something somebody says doesn't make it true, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I agree. And I I, I want to believe Bob. I do. Yeah. Um, I still have... No, nah, I don't really believe him. But he, he gets a lot of credit, you know? But uh, I think... I just don't see how his, his testimony really holds that much water, especially with his behavior and everything. I mean, I don't know. It's it's hard well, to I just don't think second that- guess, you know, but... What's troubling to me is that he holds all the cards in this and he's only showing some. Right. He's playing coy right. uh, with the the element 115 or whatever whatever that element number is. Um, and 
all all of the skepticism, all the debunkery, whatever you want to call it, could go away in an instant if he would um, fall on his sword or whatever, however you want to say it. Right. And um, I, I mean, yeah, I, I guess he did claim to have some. So, yes. He, yes, he did. Yeah. And I think um, I think by. Um, I, I mean, I guess it's normal to fear for your life or whatever, but, um, Hey man, if you want people to believe you, you gotta, you gotta be able to, to have something to show for it. Right. Um, or at least explain why you can't, you know, not just hint around at it and yeah, in very mysterious ways. Um, yeah, it seems kind of con artisty <laughs> really like to like, Oh yeah. Well, I don't know. Maybe. Yeah, I don't know. It's hard to say, you know. Yeah, I don't have all the answers. I wish I did. But um, I think it was, unfortunately, I think it was a poor choice for Lazar to tell his story to Jeremy Corbell. Mm-hmm. I think that um, I think that there are other documentary filmmakers out there um, who would have done it, who would have told Lazar's story in a much less... Um, sensational, um, right, and kind of self-serving way. I have to imagine that Corbell had access to a lot of Knapp's original footage too, and mm-hmm. uh, or could have gotten that since he's working with Lazar, and obviously he works with Knapp too. Um, you know, I don't know. Just that's what that's. I mean, if we're just going for impressions on this episode, and I think. Uh, my impression of the Bob Lazar thing is that I still want to believe him. I right. still want to believe he had some kind of access to S4 um, by Area 51. Um, but when he starts made making all those claims about <laughs> uh, alien uh, alien fist fight just popped into my head. Yeah, <laughs> well, it's more like a, an alien telepathy fight where... I, this is the impression I got. I don't know. He yeah. doesn't even go into detail, though. That's the problem. You know, yeah. just, you just, they all ended up dead. Yeah. Say stuff like that. I don't know. Kind of, well, I guess, lose me. yeah, we're just repeating stuff that we said in that episode. But one of my regrets is that we started with, with those episodes because I was still, you know, on my baby feet or whatever, um, taking baby steps at that time. And that was a complicated subject. So I, you know, I wish I could have elucidated a little more clearly at that time. And, we're still teething. We're still teething. Yeah, exactly. And we try, um, try to take a bite of a of a steak, and it's kind of difficult to do that. Right, right. We jumped into some really complicated subjects, too, because then after that, we went into A-tip and mm-hmm. trying to connect all those dots and everything. And, um, you know, I was still kind of finding my way. I, I realized that uh, reporting information is difficult stuff. It's, it's harder than you would think, you know. Yeah. Um, I think you're doing a good job, though. But, uh you know, I think I'm getting a little better at it, mm-hmm. but I'm not not necessarily patting myself on the back yet. But uh, no, we can't to get that our, Golden Globe soon. But we can't, no, we know, can't rest on our laurels. <laughs> um, <laughs> another one that made a big so yeah, obviously the A tip ones. Those I think those are the ones that hold the most credibility. I mean, it's yeah. just a really mysterious story, you know, and it seems to mirror a lot of of classic sci-fi lore of military people seeing crazy stuff that just isn't explainable. Credible witnesses. Um, this time there's video evidence apparently, although there is some doubt about what, what's really in those videos, I guess. But, um, 
what are they called? It was uh, GoFast, uh, Gimbal. Is it Gimbal, GoFast, and uh, TikTok? Yeah, it? or it's um, sometimes the Gimbal's called Fleer One, I believe. Okay. Um, or maybe TikTok's called Fleer One, but uh, I think those are. You know, I I was pleasantly surprised by yeah. those by those. Um, I can't say definitively that they're extraterrestrial. Right. Obviously, I'm not a, a radar expert or anything, but that um, I'm always harping on it on this show about taking things in the aggregate um, because you could look at a radar return or someone like me could look at a radar return. It'll mean nothing to me. Mm-hmm. But when I have all this stuff explained to me by someone who's credible and who has um, all sorts of knowledge about uh, this kind of stuff, then it kind of makes sense. Right. Um, on why it's so extraordinary, the stuff that was in the radar. Yeah. Um, although, yeah, I mean, but then when someone's explaining stuff to you, you kind of have to take their word for it too, you know, which sure. they have the power, the people with the information have the power, you know. Um, but yeah, I think I think they're really credible witnesses. I don't know about Elizondo. I don't know how, how trustworthy he can really be. I mean, that sounds bad, but, you know, I mean, just... Um, why does that sound bad? You're you're being skeptical. I think that's a good thing. Right, right. I mean, I hate to be overly skeptical, but then we get into our next thing, which was when we discussed Mirage Men and kind of learned about that story with Richard Doty, who we keep bringing up because it's like you take these military <laughs> guys and you're like, yeah, of course. The, why would they lie about anything? You know, um, even Fravor could be could have been. I mean, he's a very convincing witness. I think uh, David Fravor, the guy yeah. who saw the Tic Tac, yeah. he yeah. didn't even record it. You know, and then it was corroborated by a recording apparently so and uh yeah you still have to watch that history channel show too i don't know if the second season's out yet but um if so i need to watch it yeah and you said elizondo is no longer no longer on it, yeah right? well i mean that's what a, a commenter on our our instagram said actually but um okay yeah i haven't corroborated that or anything um yeah speaking of which uh any anyone who's out there and would like to help us further our mission, uh, please follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, we need that. If you're if you're taking the time to listen to this, if you could do us that huge favor of just uh, ranking us or, or giving us a rating or a comment or anything. Yeah, if you on, like what we do, please just let us know. On whatever you're listening to, you know, because uh, it really does help us and it gets us out there for more people to hear and you know, gives us a reason to do this stuff. You know, if we have feedback, then it, it really helps us and makes us feel good. Yeah. And even if you've got a complaint or something, let us know. Sure. We'd like to hear it, but we're big. Boys. Give us five stars anyway. <laughs> <laughs> um, but back to, back to Mirage men. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that was, um, probably, um, my favorite movie that we watched so far. Yeah. In terms of eye opening stuff and, um, yeah, I think that was a, that was a, a very, very well done documentary. And I think, uh, everyone should, everyone who's interested in the subject should watch Mirage Men and go back and check out that podcast that we did. If you haven't already. Yeah. It's a really interesting subject and topic and, uh, and movie. I think it's a well done movie too, you know, um, mm-hmm. presents a lot of information and it's not, not as confusing as some of the other movies that we watched here. Yeah. Um, or the other one that is, uh, we watched a couple. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We watched the Lazar one and we watched, uh, Skinwalker and 
Uh, that's true. Mirage Men and yeah. Um, well, then we um, then we went into some classics here. We did the uh, the Allagash abductions. Yep. Which uh, near think, and dear to my heart. Yeah, I thought that one came out pretty well. You know, mm-hmm. um, I still don't know what to believe about that one either. But I ended up thinking it was kind of uh, I kind of hard don't. to swallow. I, it's a hell of a tale, but I you know I tend not to not to believe them. But that's okay because. Well, that's what we came with with Travis Walton, which was the next one we yeah we did too. I mean, we did that one a long time ago, really. But um, yeah. Uh, Ironically, one of the ones um, that I'm <laughs> that I I tend to give credence to, and I don't know exactly why. I don't know why I believe him, man, but I do. Yeah, uh, I think is the uh, is the Japan Airlines one. Oh yeah, yeah. I think Japan Airlines uh, Tarauchi. Mr. Mr. Tarauchi, I don't know. It just right. They had some radar returns yeah. at least, but I don't know if that might be something experimental or something. Um, Dude, but just the fact that he saw something twice the size of an aircraft carrier, and he's a seasoned pilot, right? Uh, he wasn't into his cups or anything like that, um, right? He right. was willing to risk his career to report what happened, and I don't know. I just found that whole story compelling, um, even though there were only a couple witnesses. Yeah, I I think it it was pretty compelling as well. Um, yeah, it's hard to know what to make of that story, you know. Yeah, what do you think? Uh, I mean, what can you say? I guess. Yeah, it's. I would have to say. I mean, especially if you put that with like the Tehran incident. I don't know. It's it's hard. All of these are in that gray basket, you know, where it's like there's some evidence, but there's no real hard evidence to. Because it is a crazy thing. You're like, okay, yeah, there's, there's just otherworldly craft flying around here at at will. Um, maybe if I, had, I don't know. Then you get into my grandma's account of if she saw something otherworldly. You know that just. Um, what episode was that on? I forget. Um, was that were we talking about that in the Tehran one? No, I think that was in the uh, To the Stars Academy series. Okay. Or the ATIP one, or yeah, do the Stars Academy videos. Um, yeah, it's, yeah, it's I don't, and I've been like knee deep wading through this stuff and reading all these comments. And I tend to just, you know, after a while, you read it enough, you're like, okay, yeah, this is going on. People have experienced this all the time. Um, yeah, I don't know. Okay. I mean, at the same time, it's it's kind of like ghosts or something. Like, even if someone sees something, you want to find like a more logical or something that meshes with your reality more to explain it. You know? Yeah. What about these stories of people seeing something and you know, like that we've recently been talking about, like Hopkinsville or the uh, the Flatwoods? <laughs> <laughs> no. Well, I think you know, as I mentioned in the previous episode. Uh, the Hopkinsville. I, I'm pretty sure that that seems like uh, like that's a mass hallucination type scenario that I think would actually kind of make sense. Okay. Uh, because I I don't give a whole lot of credence to say oh they're having a mass hallucination, uh, but in this case it seems to make sense. They're in rural Kentucky. Um, they see the whole family sees something that freaks them out. Lasts uh, about four hours. Right. I'm sure they're probably. Like they're probably, you know, drinking from a well, which could have had some, I don't know, some bad stuff in it or they're, 
they could have eaten something that was bad. Right. Uh, potentially hallucinogenic. And their whole family could have eaten it at the same time and had a mass freak out. Yeah, I suppose so. Um, it was corroborated by that that police officer, though. You know, he said he saw something, some strange meteorites and... Uh, and heard artillery. <laughs> yeah. Well, that could have just been them shooting. Yeah, exactly. Shooting they could have been shooting, day, they could have been shooting at this guy and, you know, having bad moonshine. But what can I say? And then there's there's Ivan 0135, the footage of an actual <laughs> alien being, who yeah. I, I was hoping when we went up across the grays, like we'd find out a little bit more about something that matched up with him or something. But it seemed like we've kind of just been wandering through a maze with all of that information, you know. Um, so yeah, yeah, that, I didn't, I didn't, I don't really buy the Ivan stuff. But I, <laughs> what I thought, what sticks out with me about the Ivan stuff is like, look, guys, you either believe this or you don't. Don't sit here and shoot the messenger. Don't ask me <laughs> questions. <laughs> yeah. Anything you don't believe is your fault. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, that's that's kind of what Corbell says, too, you know, mm-hmm. in, in more words, not less words. But, uh, yeah. you know, like, I was once like you, but now I know and I believe. Yeah. The future is imagined. Is your imagination up to the future? <laughs> no, wait, what was I'm the... It paraphrasing was, here. Yeah, but. no, the, the I was like you. Until I wasn't. Right. And then I watched his movie. I was like, am I like you now or what? <laughs> so that's, yeah, that's the hunt for the skinwalker, which was pretty recent. But uh, yeah, I think hey, was- we still got, I still, I'm telling you, man, that movie made me want to go camping. Yeah. 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 That was an excellent movie to watch. If you want to get really fired up about going camping and seeing scary stuff. Right. I want to go camping. I don't really want to see scary. I stuff. I want to see honestly. scary stuff while camping. All right, and I have Hunt for the Skinwalker to thanks for the, to thank for that. Okay, what if you saw a Flatwoods monster or a Hopkinsville goblin? Well, in your I tent? hope I'd have my my grandpa's ten gauge with yeah. us. Thirty out thirty, <laughs> twenty two. Um, I don't know much about guns. I don't know anything about guns, so I'd probably end up wounding us very badly if I actually had it by grandpa's ten gauge. I always wanted a thirty out thirty though, because it just sounds cool. Yeah, thirty thirty. I don't. I don't know what. I'm not sure what it is either. I did shoot a 10 gauge shotgun when I was a kid. Oh yeah, and it knocked me down. Cool. Yeah, 10 well, gauge. 10 gauge is a very powerful, that, powerful gun. That's what I know about that. That's more than it did to the goblins, apparently. Yeah, if they they could, just floated away. They just took it glowed. on their. They just took it on the talons and flew out of there. Well, I guess that, and then the the Tehran encounter. I mean. It's one of those things. That's why I don't want the show really necessarily devolving to that where we just tell a crazy story. I guess, I mean, I guess there is some merit in that if, if no one's heard the story before, you know, but um, yeah. all we can really do is at the end we go, okay, well, well, I like to happened, think, well, I, I like to I mean, think, I like to how think, how are you going to prove it? Yeah. Well, I like to think one of the things about this show is it'll spark discussion uh, and then it'll inspire people to do their own research about the stuff. Right. Uh, if they haven't heard of it, like uh, most of the time I'm coming in here cold, you've done the research grant and you're, enlightening me yeah and if you're interested i mean click on those links you know whatever you're listening to it on because uh there's some there's some rabbit holes to go down in there yeah at least some some videos that'll inform you and it's good to see the the testimonials firsthand you know Mm -hmm. um but yeah you can eat up a lot of time going into this stuff trust me (laughs) sure sure and Um, i'd really like for this to be interactive too so anything um yeah, if, I want you guys, if you guys would leave comments on our Facebook, we're uh, Are You For Real 
on Facebook, right? We have, yeah. a, we have a group. I don't really keep up on Twitter. I don't know if anyone's been hitting us on that, mm. but um, yeah, Instagram or Facebook, you know, let us know what you think. If you want to hear anything or or anything, I mean, we'll we'll address it here, of course. Yeah. But uh, is it? I think we're Are You for Real podcast on Instagram. Yeah, Are You for Real podcast? Are Are mm. UFO real? Mm-hmm. Podcast, not not the letter R, but A R E UFO real. You know, like the title of this podcast you're listening to, right? Are you for real podcast and uh, or are you for real podcast at gmail dot com if you just want to email us or anything. Yeah, or um, keep sliding into those DM- DMs on Instagram too, and uh, yeah, slide into those DMs <laughs> anytime. Yep, um, and then finally, yeah, we're so we're we're kind of in the middle right now of our investigation of the different extraterrestrial species that are visiting the planet earth. Um, what are you thinking of the ride so far? You, you seem a little skeptical on some of the information. I'm extremely skeptical. I'm I'm, I'm, I'm extremely skeptical of all information presented to me, but, uh, I think the most likely alien visitors are the greys. Yeah. Yeah. They're the ones that at least I think have, um, I don't know. There's there might be a basis for that in terms of right um them being clones or something. Hey, <laughs> it looks like what I'm telling you is sinking in then. <laughs> they are clones. What if yeah, well, so what if there is like a I mean, we'll get into this a little bit more I think too in in this in the upcoming episodes. But um what do you uh think of I was just thinking about this right now, actually, before we started recording, but, um, you know, cause this stuff sounds pretty convoluted and stuff, but what if there is like a, a galaxy teeming with life and there really is just like networks all around us that we don't know about or something, you know, we're like the, that uh, would be awesome. Right. Right. Like we're, we're like the, we'll be the new kids I don't know, on the like block. The, the Mayans or the, the Aztecs or something. While meanwhile in Europe, there's all these trade routes and everything, you know? Well, you know, funny you mentioned that. I'm actually reading a book about the Mayans and the Aztecs right now. Okay. And they had all sorts of trade routes established. Well, I know. I I know it's a bad metaphor. But basically, I'm talking about the idea of two different civilizations that coexist that That one's not... Well, I guess both of them won't be aware in that case. But you know know what I mean. Yeah, that that are operating on opposite sides of... Well, in this case, the galaxy. That would be awesome. Right. I mean, that there's no contact, and then all of a sudden, there is, and, and yeah. reality was changed, you know, that especially would. for the... Awesome for the would, South Americans that got all the diseases that all the uh, Europeans had and stuff. But um, yeah, I wonder what kind of what there but, if if there was an actual formal introduction, like a formal greeting of cultures, uh, knowing what we know now in terms of like diseases and everything, uh, how we would go about introducing ourselves. To right. alien civilizations and how alien civilizations would actually go about introducing themselves to us. I mean, that's what we're kind of touching on. Well, who these. represents the human race? You know, maybe that's part of the experiments as they come check with us to see if we're like a, a a world civilization yet. Right. Maybe that's one of the checkpoints too. You know, is when we become a global civilization and we yeah. realize that we're stewards of this planet and that ideally we're here to we'll, garden this. There will be a like an entire planet, not yeah. to uh, yeah. Ideally, that we're a that one day there will be some kind of world government that would represent the entire human race. Right, right. I think that'll be awesome. <laughs> yeah, me too. That's, that's a great story. Huh? Yeah. Um, but what would be the best way to do that? You, 
I mean, you just take people at random, you know, I, I mean, that seems kind of random too. You're like, well, this guy traveling alone probably has some good information or something. I don't know. I mean, how would you do it? That, how do we study animals? We, I guess we just pick them out of their environment and see what we can find out, huh? Yeah. Um, we study animals in a pretty crass way, I think. Right. Um, well, according to some of these stories, so do the greys. Yeah. Um, if we were to like try and study another civilization without them wanting or without with the intention of them not knowing that we were studying them. I don't know, man. Yeah. I don't know. That's my answer. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Pretty weak, but that's my answer. Yeah. I mean, anyway, then I was thinking, so, and we'll get into this, but with all the genetic manipulation stuff it seems like there's a lot of information about crossbreeding or not crossbreeding but cross you know mixing the dna strands of the different races yeah, and I stuff think like that in different stages yeah. and which which would make a lot of sense you know if if there's all these advanced creatures interacting and seeing what kind of hybrids they could come up with and everything does that make sense kind of like, um, like a half draconian half gray or something like that you know <laughs> um and that gets into some of those books we were talking about, Intruders and everything. Yeah. Um, but, um, yeah, speaking I of... Just, oh, I'd, speaking mm-hmm. of Intruders, sorry to cut you off. Um, I just did some research um, on my own about that. And the woman who is known as Kathy Davis in the Intruders book is a, um, a woman who whose real name is Debbie. And she actually has a DVD for sale that she just made, I think, in 2019. Oh. Yeah. So I kind of want to check that out. Yeah. Yeah, that might be interesting. I'd like to hear about mm-hmm. that. Well, um, you know, we could sit here and speculate all day, I guess. But um, I do want to know if if anyone's listening this far and, uh, you know, we want to th- know what you think. We're halfway through this alien alien species stuff. Um, what do you guys think about this? Like, do you like more of uh, what I say, quote unquote, is kind of wacky, like un- yeah, unsourced stuff yeah. or, you know, unsubstantiated just kind of theories. Or do you like the more reporting type of like certain incidents, stuff like that? Or just let us know, you know, what you want to hear so we can give it to you. And also, I mean, before we forget, I just want to say a big thanks to yeah. everyone who has been listening and who's been with us and who new listeners, people who have been there from day one. Um, we're starting to finally get some listens and it's really awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I I think we started off pretty well, you know, but, um, yeah, yeah, we're getting up there. We, we got some regular listeners for sure. I think. Yeah. Um, and it, yeah, it makes me feel great. Yeah. (laughs) So thanks guys for what you do. But, um, as we usually say, you know, we love you all. We sure uh, do. Take care of yourselves. And, uh, sorry for the short episode here. Um, yeah, that's another thing is, uh, there might be a little hiatus here as we, uh, regroup for basically season two i guess or the next series here. maybe yeah i think maybe a week or two but um yeah but um we will see you guys soon love you bye Mwah.